Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. This just in. It's E3 week. <laughs> no, we were joking about this before the podcast. Is that uh, E3 has officially begun because we've acknowledged it, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it's been on for like two days now. We don't fucking care. Well, it's like a Schrodinger's cat situation. Like if I don't <laughs> know E3's going on, is it really going on? Exactly. You know. <laughs> Yeah, if a tree falls down in the woods and no one's there to hear it, right? It's mm-hmm. like exactly so. And if I'm not there, who fucking cares? And I'm... no matter and no matter what happens, the cat's dead. <laughs> that's really that's really the sum of it all. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but um, it's funny too because like uh, Adam and I were talking about this. Yeah, we were talking about this last night, where you were saying it seems pretty quiet for E3. And it's mostly game shit. But it's funny, too, because I was actually watching something about it. And they're like, yeah, this year is dedicated strictly to games. And it's like, well, it makes sense. I mean, Nintendo had their console. (laughs) And then you already have the PS4 and the uh, Xbox One. So it makes sense that you're just going to show off the way these some of the the games are going to look. I mean. Yeah, because you don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. Adam and I are going to do a full show for Sunday recapping um, all of uh, E3 stuff. But um, one thing you need to check out is the fucking Batman gameplay trailer. Um, I, I, in the show notes for that podcast, I, I told Adam, must watch. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I clicked on it first. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, it's ridiculous. I mean, he gets the... You got the penguins. Look at here. I'm on it. And then fucking Iron Man suit too. Yeah, that suit. That suit is dope though. <laughs> you know, but it was just kind of like, wait, is this Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? Um, <laughs> but did uh, Disney dude. buy DC? Imagine if <laughs> Disney bought DC. <laughs> Warner Brothers wakes up one day and it's like, wait, what? Where's DC? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole section of the lot missing. No, Disney will just buy Warner Brothers too. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Eventually, well, Disney's gonna own everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, 
But, uh, dude, that gameplay video, you actually, it's cool because you actually are using fucking um, the Batmobile. And right. that's really cool. I and mean, just a shot of him landing and then the Batmobile rolls up. It's like, dude. Uh, but uh, another thing that's cool and it's a cool video is uh, if you haven't seen it by now, I mean, it went fucking viral last week, but it's people are still posted on their page like they just saw it now like oh my god i saw i just saw this it's like well one you're lame and you're not up on current events and you really should be oh um and and the cool thing is is if you've already seen it especially if you saw it on our site or on our facebook page or anything like that you can sit there and go oh yeah i saw that last week make them feel like shit you know like they're not cutting edge just yeah pretty much cut them off at the knees that's really oh oh oh, that i not only have only already seen it i've already forgotten about it (laughs) <laughs> like jesus yeah. oh you didn't see next week the, the, the you didn't see this week's episode <laughs> <laughs> like oh you suck <laughs> no you suck. don't want you to parties so <laughs> good guess what you got no friends yeah, exactly uh but uh john oliver's net neutrality video uh from his episode what was it last week Last week, this week or last week tonight whatever his hbo show is something ridiculous. It, it, it was a bit ago yeah, it was a bit ago. But uh, and uh, video is one just fucking hilarious, but it really, really discusses in a great way how net neutrality works because you probably heard it and probably is so bored by it, just <sighs> by the strict concept of it that you just fucking didn't want to deal with it. But he <sighs> exactly, exactly. But he puts it in such a way that one makes it awesome, but at the same time allows you to understand and in such a great great way um just (laughs) i like where he's like talking about uh where he talks about net neutrality and then how he basically giving a level playing field how facebook upserted myspace that upserted friendster and then upserted actually having friends (laughs) (laughs) the video makes a lot of great points but it's just so funny it's where especially if if you've seen it you know or talks about the basically it's the hippies and the corporate world getting together it's like lex luther going down to superman's apartment yeah hey i know we don't see eye to eye sometimes but we really need to get rid of that asshole in 2b (laughs) (laughs) that whole video was funny and it 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 made a really boring thing interesting so hopefully more people will pay attention to it because it literally is one of the worst things that could happen to the internet Exactly. I'm, and, and all because the monopolies of the country want more money. That's yep. all they want. Um, this is a global issue, too, because uh, the majority of the Internet comes out of this country. Yeah. You know, so if, if, you, if you fuck it up here, it's going to affect everybody. Not that they can vote, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because, you know, if you think about it, it's the companies here, these, a lot of these companies are subsidiaries of com- companies overseas. If they do it here... They can do it anywhere else. Yep. But, uh, yeah, and if you still haven't seen that, you can go check it out on LazyGeeks.com. The video is hilarious. And like, and the best thing that you could take away from that is if you want to do something evil, you put it in something boring. Pretty much. Oh, hey, did you hear that the, the FCC isn't contributing it to John, uh, to John Oliver, but the day after that whole thing, like, they crap like, this uh, website's comment sections crashed. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the end of the video when he starts talking to all the fucking trolls of the internet. All of you that that make comments about a three-year-old dancing. Well, any baby can dance after yeah. an hour. Just like this, a bunch of dick comments. Like, what was that? What was that Frozen one? It was uh, yeah. oh. and she would have died of hypothermia. Or yeah, she would have died in an hour. Uh, yeah, because I'll let it go. I don't care because she would have died of hypothermia in an hour. And then the other one where he says, "Oh, why don't you go suck your president's dick for?" You know, he's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, but, oh, Jesus. But yeah, you got to check it out. Uh, uh, cool news today. Uh, this actually just it just came out today, which is Tuesday when we're recording this. Uh, the Kingpin will, in fact, be a villain in the new Marvel's Daredevil series for Netflix. Because they're, you know, nobody was sure they, but Kevin Feige said that they got Kingpin back when they got Daredevil back because, you know, Kingpin was also a villain in Spider-Man. So I was wondering if Sony had dibs on him. Yeah. But uh, no, Marvel said that they had um, the Kingpin back with Daredevil and Vincent D'Onofrio has been cast as the Kingpin, which is good because he's a big dude. And although, even though he was a different color. I really thought Michael Clark Duncan would have been good to reprise it as as the Kingpin. That was the only good part of the Daredevil movie. That's that I agree because one he had the voice and that motherfucker was huge. <laughs> like, like you would see him as as Wilson Fisk, but yeah. and it was a shame that he passed away. Dude, we're only like eight minutes into the show. You can't be. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not bored. It's it's like the net neutrality thing all over. <laughs> kidding. I had a long did, day. Go fuck you, yourself, did, right? Did you go to a, Did you go to an article that talked about net neutrality right now? <laughs> I just saw net neutrality, the two words, and I just started falling asleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh man. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this. Daredevil's supposed to start shooting this summer and be available on Netflix next year. And you know what? Uh, oh no, wait. Yeah, it is my turn. You know, um, <laughs> Gamora from uh, well, what's what's Zoe Zoe Zoe, 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 Zoe. There you go. Um, finally gets a fucking poster. I know, right? For Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, you know. I I know I don't want to say that I think that every woman should be over sexualized, which she isn't in this post. She's just standing there. But you have a movie coming out. You have one character that's sexy to the majority of comic book fans. Why don't you throw a poster up? Like, know, this should exactly. have been the first poster. I, exactly, Rocket Raccoon should have had his own poster. Exactly, like, right away. And that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Get the bestial crowd in her. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a cool poster. She's um, she's just standing there with like a real, you know, devious smirk, and she's not naked. So, which yeah is a drawback, but you know what? A win for the feminist community, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, on to more pressing news. I was, I was about to say that. So today I woke up. And I had my son wanted me to lay down with him last night. I'm like, okay. And I fell asleep. So I fell asleep with my glasses on, which I've done a few times before. I woke up and I was like, where are my glasses? They're tucked in the corner, completely broken. 
the lenses were okay, but the the frames, which are like two and a half years old, were completely destroyed. I'm like, oh well, fuck you. So I'm like, I'm I'm wearing my lenses like monocles, bionicles or whatever, just so I can sort of see. Did you, did and you that, feel the, ner- the did you feel the urge to buy Boardwalk? I bought Park Place, but I mean Boardwalk's kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, no, but like so, I'm like fuck, I can't do this. So I, I took them and I put them in individual plastic bags, and I put them in my pocket. And I'm like, okay, so we need to find a solution to this immediately because I can't see now. Yes, my vision is blurry when I don't have my glasses on, but it's mostly I have zero depth perception whatsoever. <laughs> I'm walking into shit. My wife's trying to hand me things, and I go to grab it and grab nothing but air. I'm like, fuck. Like, I have no idea what's going on. You're Luckily, blind? With depth, it's only depth. I don't know why. Zero depth perception. My- <laughs> I think it's because I have an astigmatism. Mm. So my glasses, my my eyes aren't the same prescription. So off, everything kind of shifts. Like, things get farther away from me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so anyway. Back to me. Um, <laughs> I go to the place where I bought the glasses, and I go, look, I got the lenses here. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I brought the frames. Can you fix these? They laughed and said no. Um, and they, But luckily, since I bought those glasses on the cheap anyway, they found the same exact frames. They only had one left, and it was only nine bucks. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I dropped a ten spot on the counter, and they popped the lenses into the new frames, and I'm good to go. But it was like eight hours of just not. It sucked. Like it was just horrible. Uh, you know, it's like fuck. I can't do anything. So, you know, crisis averted. <laughs> it's like I, I have no depth perception, so I immediately drove to the store. Just kidding. My wife drove me. <laughs> suddenly, I couldn't see anything, and suddenly winter is coming. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I felt like I was in a car. I just felt like it was in an R.R. Martin book. And then, of course, I'm so fucking stubborn, and my wife was making fun of me. I fuck, I can't see, and we weren't going to leave right away. I still do the same shit. I get up, check my Facebook. I opened up the tab for uh, for the news, and I'm reading the news. And my wife's like, how are you even doing that? I have cranked this shit up to, like, 200 magnification. Like, official old man magnification. <laughs> and I'm my nose is touching the screen. And I'm like, I can read it. Fuck, tell me I can't read it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Of course, got an insta headache. Right. I'm like, god damn it. But I checked my Facebook, you know. Yeah, because so. that's what you do. And I don't need to see to type. <laughs> right. So I just, you know, typed a few little things out, whining about my glasses being broken. Anyway, um, what's the last thing I want to talk about? So revisiting apples. This is a situation. Lately... I have tried I'm trying to not have fanboy fanboy type shit when judging something. Right. <laughs> and I notice out of everybody I've done this mostly with Apple. Like even when Apple does something new, like, hey Adam, check no, fuck you. That shit suck. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yeah. You know, and I'm starting to learn this at work you because You did that with me once where I showed you an article and you're like, fuck this shit, you you blew up on something. I'm like, did you even read the article? They're like, No. <laughs> And it wasn't about anything oh, it was that Microsoft. I was talking Microsoft. about. It was Microsoft. I, yeah. I gave you, I told you, I sent you something about that. And you're like, oh, fuck this shit. You, something. I'm like, did you even read it? And you're like, to be honest, no. <laughs> yeah. 
So we, with, that, with that situation and various situations I've had at work, I've decided I'm going to revisit some things that I have been talking shit about for a long time. Because I and, and Apple's the biggest one. And I've noticed with Apple, the shit that I talk is like six years old. <laughs> like happened like a long time ago. And as we know, mo- mostly, and, and I think Steve attests to the same thing, it's not the technology that Apple has that's the problem. It's their business practices sometimes. Well, one major shift is that Jobs, you know, sadly passed away. He was, he was a, a big key part of all of this, all of the computer technology we have today. Um, now that Apple, Apple seems to have a more, I don't know, like relaxed it does seem demeanor. More, it does seem to be a little more relaxed. They haven't got, done away with a lot of stuff, but they're still they they're more kind of less uh, less goose steppy, I guess. I yeah, like say. yeah, like they're 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 a little more relaxed. They seem more Californian about it. Yeah. Like they still have more su- Northern California about it. Yeah, like they seem like super passionate about what they're doing. But they're, they're not like, if I don't meet this deadline, I'm going to get thrown to the fucking wolves. Like that kind of shit, you know. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let's revisit. So I sat down and I watched the entire two-hour, what is it, w, WDCC or something like that. Oh, the something. developers conference? Yeah, I watched the whole fucking thing. No, I, I take that back. I did not watch the developer part at the end because I am not a developer and I was tired. So I learned what's coming into um, Yosemite the new uh, Mac OS, and I learned what iOS was doing. Yeah, iOS 8. So iOS 8, it's, it, there's a few cool things, but it's, you know, I mean, it's an iPhone. It's, it's, it's not bad. That's not a bad thing I'm trying to say. It, it's just an iPhone. You know, it, it's not – they kind of stick stick to their guns with the iPhone because was, it works. I saw um, Jimmy Kimmel last night, and he goes, yeah, he goes, um, he goes, they had some cool stuff with iOS 8. Can take your uh, blood pressure – you know, your respiratory rate, if you sit on it, can give you a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's funny is that was actually one of the coolest things about iOS 8. They have, it's called HealthKit. Yeah. And, and um, HealthKit is this, this technology that – he brought up a point, and it is true. Like you'll have an app that does your, um, your heart rate. And then you have another app that does something else, and another app does something. And it's all health. So HealthKit ties that all into one application, and it can work with three third-party applications too. Like I guess the first one they have a deal with is um, Nike, the Nike app. Oh yeah. So it's to be integrated into it, so you can click on HealthKit, and of course they came up with their own app, cleverly titled Health. Um, so all of this ties into HealthKit, so you'll get oh, like it's not called like iHealth. No. Um, <laughs> so you'll get a. Uh, you'll get like an overview of all of your information. I was like, that's kind of cool, you know. Um, but the big stuff that I noticed was Mac OS. And one thing was continu- continuing. I can't even say the fucking word because I'm an idiot. Basically, what this does is, um, at first when they said it, I was like, so what? I can do that with anything. Um, but it's you can continue where you left off. So if you're on, on, on an iPad, you can um, go to your Mac. Oh, yeah. And and it, you can continue where you left off. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I can do that with Chrome. I can do that with whatever. But the the sheer ease of it 
was amazing to me. Like this this motherfucker's on his iPad, do 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 do, and he's looking up a website. They have a lot of jokes in there too, which I thought was cool. It's kind of keep it light. And he's he's looking at something, and then he goes and you walk up to your Mac, and all of your Apple devices are aware of what's going on. Yeah. So as soon as he got close to the Mac, a little icon started blinking at the bottom, and he just slid that. He like clicked on that, and it fucking it was there, right? And then he starts doing some shit. And then he goes, but then I pick up my iPhone. I could see. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, this shit is crazy. And then he was like, oh, and you can read your text messages, uh, which I guess you could always do with the iMessage or whatever. You could read your text messages on um, the Mac and all that. And now they've added where you could. (laughs) It was funny because I guess if you don't have an Apple device, your text to the Apple, the iPhone user is um like green or something green or blue so he goes he goes he goes you have friends like this right the green friends or something like that like just you know a couple of jabs or whatever says they were you they you know we don't hold it against them but they're using inferior devices i was laughing and um and i guess they've added them into it now so it can relay it's not just Apple devices. You can relay everybody, but it could do phone calls. Like you could, you could use. Uh, they call Dr. Dre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Mac, and it's like you can you can use it when your your iPhone's in the other room charging. Your Mac is completely set. It could, you do anything on your, that you could do on your phone. I was like, that's kind of fucking dope. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I was I was watching this, and I was like, you know, Apple's kind of doing some good things and the thing and the thing about it is i'll wrap this up because i'm just going on about this fucking two-hour thing um it's it's a lesser of two evils bit now isn't it like you have microsoft nowadays see microsoft for me was always the slow and steady it never really changed that much right you know and then windows 8 came out and it wasn't just windows 8 because i'm not going to sit here and go oh, fuck windows 8's different so it sucks their business practices, their their direction, their focuses are all different, and none of them align with anything I give a fuck about. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, well, what the fuck? So that's that's like one of the biggest reasons. I'm like, well, let's see what let's see what Apple's doing. You know, I've been bashing them for long enough, mostly because it's funny. This, you know, <laughs> let's see let's see what they're doing, and, and and you know, they were bringing up numbers and saying that since Windows 8's come out, their their numbers are going much higher. You know, which is expected. So. I don't know, man. Well, I've always that's the one thing about Apple that I've always I've always liked is the ease of being able to like sync every device, like every Apple device like works with one another, like Apple TV and all that stuff where you can just kind of send it somewhere and then it just like boom, it pops up there. Which like know? Microsoft is trying to do, but goddamn does it suck. <laughs> like it only works half of the time. And you sit there going, "Wait a minute. This is Microsoft. You can't figure this out." Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I did a, uh, I oh, uh, I'm not, I have, I don't think I've actually said this on the podcast, but um, I'm actually a contributor on another website called TheExaminer.com. Oh, look at you! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real fucking fancy now, you know. Yeah, you know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I actually did a an article today, um, talking about, uh, basically because a lot of people I've been reading a lot. People like going, oh, should Sony worry about Microsoft now that they got rid of the paywall and now they're cheaper and and blah blah blah, and um, so I wrote an art an article based on it because I I kind of thought about it over the over the last couple of days, and and my my ultimate decision was no, you should still buy a PlayStation Four, 
because if you look at Sony, Sony is gone into beta for the PlayStation Now, which is going to give you games and any Sony device that you use will be able to sync up and you'll be able to play movies and games and all that cool stuff on it. Um, so the Vitas, the Sony, te- some Sony televisions, the PlayStation 4. Um, also, you know, they've got, they're doing PlayStation TV now. Yeah. Um, and so Sony is innovating and they've moved on. They've perfected their business model. I think it's hilarious too. I'm going to say this real quick. Everyone, why did Sony, why did Sony win? I'll just say win. Why did Sony win the console race at the beginning? Because they focused on games yeah. and the app and Microsoft was focusing too much on all that other shit. Now, Sony's going to come out with that other shit and they're doing that better. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and, and for me, my, my, my reasoning was simply because Microsoft has taken a back seat. Microsoft has, has, uh, is looking back. See, Sony got it right from the beginning and continued doing that. Yeah, they did a paywall, but they did it right saying, oh, yeah, if you want to do the multiplayer, you have to pay. You want the PlayStation Plus stuff where you get you know, certain shit for free, blah, blah, blah. Here, you, you pay for that. And that's fine, but you can use everything else as free. Microsoft goes ahead and does it the ass-backwards way and charges you for everything to just simply have a membership. And then after a few years – and that worked okay in the beginning. But then you had TVs and tablets and phones and toasters and watches and condoms that all are able to stream (laughs) everything that you're paying for on Xbox for free. Why do I need to pay for the Xbox? Yeah, and it's free now, but it's yeah. it's too late. Like yeah, and that was my thing is is that they're 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 going backwards to try to fix stuff. Sony is innovating and they're stepping forward. They perfected it thus far, and it's worked. Sony Sony is saving more face. They don't have to look like an asshole before they look like a hero. Exactly, and yes, and and yeah, they are cheaper now because they got rid of the Connect. Um, the new dude that's heading um, Microsoft is saying that he really uh if he was running the launch you know he would have focused on games first and then later on as it got closer to the launch then the entertainment stuff and i always and i agreed and i think you and i talked about that when they released and talked about at the beginning was that they were focusing too much on making it an entertainment system yeah like video games were somehow a bad thing and sony was like no you guys want to play games right <laughs> Here you go. I th- I would have thought it was. I w- always thought it would be funny if Sony was straight G about it. Like they came out on stage and was like, "Um, I just want to double check. We're making a game console, right? That's what we're making. Yeah. So we're going to talk about games. I suck a dick. Like I was. <laughs> that would have been hilarious to me. Um, but no Japanese company would ever do that. Uh, American company might. Yeah. The but yeah, I I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, Sony is definitely, and I've been keeping a close eye. It's funny too because I've been really watching what they're doing at E3. Microsoft, I barely have a passing glance at what they're doing. I don't care. Well, I watched their presentation yesterday, and it was all obviously all games. And this was another thing I said too is that, and when I was watching the Sony stuff, Sony has exclusive content. Microsoft has exclusive DLC. But the only difference is, is that Sony's exclusive content means it ain't coming out for anybody else. Yeah. DLC will come out for the PlayStation just a little later. Yeah, exactly. And that was like going – and they were heavily doing, yeah, when you play you know, you play Advanced Warfare, 
you know, and then you have uh, exclu- the exclusive content first on Xbox. What's like, so I have to wait an extra month to get it on the PlayStation. Whatever. And it does, that doesn't matter to PlayStation because it's not like they it's not like they can play with the Xbox One people. Yeah. So they don't care. They're not in that ecosystem. You're not. I, I have never heard anyone go. Oh, I have to get the, anyone with common sense. I have to get an Xbox One because they get DLC first. Who fucking right. cares? You can't wait an extra month, dude. Right. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, you, um, uh, Rockstar finally announced that they're going to release GTA V for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. Um, uh, the PlayStation 4 version is actually going to be kind of dope because they said if you've been playing GTA Online um, uh, with the you know Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3, you can carry it over into the PlayStation 4. Even it if is you- dope. Even if you've been playing it on the other two consoles, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking cool." So, yeah. So that that I I put up a meme on my Facebook today. It had a picture of GTA Five, and it says, um, "As a PC gamer, I just want to thank all console gamers for beta testing GTA Five. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. A buddy of mine just put a picture of uh, fucking flipping me off. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think it's time we jump into some news. What do you think? Ooh. Yeah, why not? All right, sure. All right, in uh, movie news, with all the internet rumors about who is up for the position of director of Marvel's Ant-Man, many people think it's a doomed ship. However, you need to understand these are just internet rumors, uh, such as rumors that Christian Bale and Christopher Nolan were joined a Justice League movie and the like. So Marvel may have gone through a, may not have gone through as many directors as the internet has speculated. But in any case, Marvel has finally found their director. Peyton Reed has been selected to take on the project that Edgar Wright left two weeks ago. The Yes Man director has a way to um, has a way to go to make the production start on time, as well as make the release date of next of uh, the summer of next year. But to be honest, they can um, they can move it to August, especially with Avengers: The Age of Ultron coming out in May. They have that luxury. I don't think it's going to kill them if they push it back a month or two. Uh, one thing that struck me as weird is that director Adam McKay, who has written movies like Anchorman and all of that, will be contributing to the script, which is reported to be the source of the trouble. While Michael Douglas has gone on record as being disappointed that Wright was off the picture, this should change the direction of the film completely. Uh, so we actually, and Marvel actually finally re- did an official press release about the synopsis for the movie. Um, so when Marvel's Ant-Man hits theaters January 17, 2015. Director Peyton Reed will help shepherd the hero into the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a cast led by Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas and writer Adam McKay contributing to the film's script. Armed with an astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength, con man Scott Lang Rudd must embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym Douglas, uh, protect the secret behind his uh, spectacular Ant-Man suit from a new generation of towering threats against seemingly insurmountable uh, obstacles, Pym and Lang must plan and pull off a heist that will save the world. So it looks like I guess Douglas is going to be co-starring in the movie now. I hmm. it was casted. I thought he was just going to probably be like, you know, in like the first part of the movie and then like get killed off or something. <laughs> yeah, having him have a more uh, substantial role. Yeah. He's a big star. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, just don't make. I remember when they were talking about he was Ant Man, oh, and I was I think that's gonna happen. That doesn't even make any sense. 
Ant-Man the later years. <laughs> the future Ant-Man. Right. Let's talk about something important now. Okay. <laughs> I really have no shame to tell any of you that I, that I like the movie Frozen. Don't. I think it goes beyond like. I love the movie Frozen. Okay. Just as much as I love Tangled. And most fucking Disney movies, to be honest. I recently started watching Once Upon a Time with my kids on Netflix, and when I and the rest of my family found out Elsa would be featured in the next season, I was intrigued. Not overly joy, just intrigued. Because you never know, it could fucking suck. No. <laughs> um, now it seems her sister, Aunt, her sister Anna will join in on the fun. Uh, TV Line has confirmed Anna will show up on the ABC slash Disney series Once Upon a Time in some way or another. She won't be alone either, with Kristoff, her love interest from the movie, will be featured as well. No word on any other characters from the Frozen myths as of yet, but it's safe to say it may only be these three. Elsa was Ooh, briefly... Three-way. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is a children's movie. <laughs> but still. Um, <laughs> hey, if it's important to the story... Yeah. What is it? What is it that that pretentious actresses say? I won't do a nude scene unless it's important to the development of my character. Exactly. When is it ever important to the development of your character to be fucking naked? I'm Jesus for that. Christ. I'm for it too, but still. Um, Elsa was briefly seen at the end of of the season three finale. However, the actress was a stand-in, and casting is currently going on. You never saw her face; she just walked out. Yeah, but Adam had some critiques about that character too, when we talked about this the other Dude. day. Dude. She, the way she, it's so stupid. Look, I have, I like the movie Frozen, but honestly, if I didn't have children, I may, may have seen it twice if I didn't have children. But see, I have children, I've seen it a million times. So Elsa has a walk. Like for one, she's a queen. Okay. So she walks in a very dignified way. I'm not talking about when she was running up the damn mountain. I remember when she's in her castle. Very distinct. Even when she's even when she's like frantically walking. Like when she was in her little ice castle and they were chasing her with fucking crossbows. She still looked a bit elegant while she was running for her fucking life. This fucking butch broad <laughs> and once upon a time literally had her arms like out like she was muscular and was like, I'm fucking on a mission. No. Please do not cast someone who walks like that, because I'm just going to laugh the whole fucking time. Hey, she would have died in an hour. <laughs> she would have died in hypothermia, exactly. <laughs> um, TV Line went on to say Elsa will be featured in about nine episodes, with her sister Anna and Kristoff showing up, quote, a bit less. So they're more, you know. I mean, you kind of have to have, the way the whole story works out in Frozen, you kind of have to have her sister in there somewhere. Because they're the whole, they're the, you know, the, she's the only real Disney princess in the fucking movie. Anna. The movie's about Anna. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Get it right, people. Very important. Once it was known that uh, Elsa would make an appearance on the series, it was safe to say her sister. Yeah, I already said that, dude. Um, it's, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next season due to, to the dramatic entrance Elsa made on the finale. Um, no spoil it if you haven't seen it i will spoil it on the podcast though because i don't um how was her entrance she so there uh there was an urn and it fell on some kind of old forgive me because i'm watching the show and i haven't got that far yet mm -hmm. an urn fell on an altar and this blue like liquid fell out and kind of filled in the altar and then she 
you know, came out of the altar. So obviously she was dead or something and she was resurrected. Um, the thing, or, or pulled in from the world that they were all pulled in from in the beginning of the thing. You have to see the show. It's kind of weird. Um, and I did find out that she's in a vault. She's in Rumpelstiltskin's vault, something like that, of things he's too scared to fuck with. I was like, Elsa, that badass, though. She would come out and you know, freeze everybody. Just flip, fuck you. you know. So the cool thing is, is the show is, isn't as happy-go-lucky as, uh, as Frozen has to be, to be an animated movie for children. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how you know, the Snow Queen fucking <laughs> smacks the shit out of bitches. But they did say that it's going to be based on the movie, not the original Snow Queen. Because if you want to you wanna read some fucked up shit, <laughs> read the original German, I think it's German, folk tale. That bitch was crazy. The Ice Princess, I think it was called? I think it was called the Snow Queen. It might have been the Ice Princess. It might have been the Ice Princess. I mean, translated from German, it could probably mean both of those things. Yeah. But... It could have been Mein Kampf for all we know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do not tarnish the movie. Do you like, did you see the... <laughs> like in the John Oliver video? He's like, the iTunes user agreement could have the entire text of Mein Kampf, and we would still say we agree. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the pictures I used in the article? Yeah. So the te- the teaser image is them just looking, the two sisters looking at each other, and then the image when you click into the article is them hugging in the same scene. I thought that was cool. <laughs> you know, it told a story in itself, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, into gaming news while Adam finishes off what he's doing over there. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Copyrighted material. <laughs> Oh, when I went to visit my sister, when I went to visit my sister last weekend, um, they were singing, um, they were singing a version of that. Do you want to bury a body? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice. <laughs> These are my, like year old uh, kids too, by the way. My, my six year old daughter was so funny because she liked, she liked Frozen, but she didn't want to watch it as much as everybody else. She's not one of those kids. Like she sees a couple times. She's good. So she goes like this. This is my new song, guys. Listen. Do you want to build a snow? No. <laughs> <laughs> I fell out fucking laughing. Oh, that's awesome. And then proceeded to sing the song over and over again. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on into gaming news. I have to admit that I got all sorts of giddy when I found out that Square Enix gave Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix a release date. Oh my god, it's like it's real now, isn't it? Yeah, it I'm is. So excited. While it is, um, while it is something that you will have to wait until the holidays to get the game, but it will be worth it, worth the wait. Uh, the new remix trailer has been released, uh, uh, has been released with a December second, two thousand fourteen release date. That is the release date for North America. Everyone in Europe will have to wait until the fifth to get the game. And so compilation will contain Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix and Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. And in the trailer, which you can see on thelazygeeks.com, at the end, you will get a quick teaser for the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 3, which doesn't have a release date. The game isn't expected to arrive until director Tishue Namura completes his current project, Final Fantasy XV. It seems that neither game will uh, will be shown or was shown at E3, but you can check out the trailer above and get excited anyway. I'm excited. I know. I was like, I see that. 
Dude, the fucking teaser trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3, it didn't need, like, yeah, like you said, it didn't need the voiceover. But it was still kind of like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even, and, and I even said, there really is no guarantee this game is even being worked on. Because we haven't seen anything from the fucking <laughs> game. And it's like, everyone's just, like, oh my god. Promise. We just have a promise. Yeah, there's some kind of, they show you some kind of fucking poem, and then it just says, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and you're like, that's the fucking game. The greatest game ever made. It could literally just be a penis, and it'll just say Kingdom Hearts 3. And you'll be like, that oh my god, that, that was fucking that, amazing. That might make it more interesting for some people, to be honest. <laughs> it could, it, the poem could have been do you, the lyrics to Do You Want to Build a Snowman? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it, Disney, you know. Uh, but, uh, oh, by the way, um, there's a lot of there's been a lot of trailers and gameplay stuff, uh, and the trailers for this on um, the online. Uh, we have a playlist on our YouTube page. You can go to the website and get and click on the uh, link there to the jump to our YouTube page, and we have a playlist of video game trailers, and you can see as many of the trailers that we um, put on there to create the playlist. So you can check out there and see some of the game stuff, including the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, 2.5 HD 2.5 uh, final, um, final mix there. So mm-hmm. uh, you can check them all there on our YouTube page. And that will be a public service announcement. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I can't wait. I and I'm telling you what, though, I'm definitely getting a PS4. It was funny because I go, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely getting a PS4 because cause Kingdom Hearts 2.5. And uh, Steve goes, well, it's coming out on PS3, too. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, I was going to get a PS4 anyway. Yeah, but, might as well. Fuck it. Yeah. That's just going to be the first game I fucking get. Well, you know? I mean, I played, you know, the Kingdom Hearts um, HD 1.5. And, oh, my God, it's so amazing. They did such great work. Are they going to bring 1.5? They should bring 1.5, like at least as a downloadable for the PS4. I'm sure they will. So it, you can complete the whole set, you know. Jesus, fucking people. I mean, anyway. it's 2014. <laughs> yeah, I, I say that all the time. It's 2014. Any time for this shit. Um, so moving on. E3 is uh, standing up, and game announcements are flooding in, or starting to anyway. <laughs> flooding in. Flooding in. Letting into the news desk here at the Lazy Gigs. Um, one of what is more than likely to be the strangest announcements is Cliff Horse, uh, the latest game from Minecraft creator Notch. The game consists of a horse, cliffs, and not much else. The website is rather simple and states on the bottom, quote, Windows only, no guarantee of future updates. Basically, <laughs> basically the game doesn't seem to be taken very seriously by its creator. Um, there is a ball that you can chase around as well, so I guess there is some sort of something going on. While it's obvious Notch can make a better game, um, it's interesting to wonder why he made this one. The trend to make silly games is high, and at the moment, with the recent popularity of the Goat Simulator and the like, uh, but this is even more silly than that. You can download it from the website and give it a look. The link's on thelazygeeks.com. Um, it takes about two seconds to download. Of course, if you think about it, Did it's a great... It? Did I time what? Two seconds. No, that's why I said about two seconds. <laughs> Smart ass. Can you reach <laughs> that? <laughs> no, can I get to the wrap-up, please? Jesus. Um, 
of course, if you think about it, it's a great parody of what's going on with the early access craze. Many say Minecraft was the game that sparked the trend, and while the game was successful with it, there are many games today that start off in early access, grab a lot of money, and never go anywhere. Social comment commentary in the form of a ridiculous game. Brilliant. It was funny, because when I was I realized that while I was writing this. I was writing this more of a, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, seriously, like, why, why, I know it's a joke, but why are you even wasting your time with this bullshit? And then I realized that Minecraft was the, the, the one that really sparked the early access, like you can buy the game in alpha and then we'll keep updating it. And Minecraft was successful because they, you know, kept updating it. Right. But there's a lot of early access games now and the news has been coming in lately really bad. That people are buying into these games, Kickstarters or just a Steam early access. And then the developer just goes, meh. Mm. Yeah, I don't fucking care anymore. I don't want to work on it anymore. Yeah. Or they make empty promises and this and that. So I think this game is just a great like a great parody of that situation because the game is useless. Like you can, you can run around, you cannot jump, you can't move the camera. The camera is fixed behind the horse. So it's hard to see. And you have this ball and you just run into it. (laughs) It's so stupid. And it will be successful too. And it's like, even the little things like it's made with the unity game engine. So it doesn't even have an icon. Like it's, I, <laughs> I installed it, and it's the Unity icon, and then it says Cliff Horse, one word, no capitalization, just Cliff Horse. Like everything about it screams, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> and a lot of the early access games are like that too. Like it's like, why did you buy into this? It makes no sense. So I, I, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think old Notch there is trying to make a point. So that's good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, in comic news, with Marvel releasing Spider-Verse later this year, you didn't think they were going uh, to do an event that didn't, that didn't have a prelude or tie-ins, did you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy in the back shot. Yeah, that one guy. The one guy that's going to troll us and, I did fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, she'd be dead in an hour from hypothermia. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Like many Marvel zombies, we will be rushing to pick up the side issues from the main story, but this prelude might be something you should consider picking up. Um, Marvel is releasing a five-issue miniseries, Edge of Spider-Verse. Each of the five issues will focus on a different dimension and adventure of five different incarnations of Spider-Man. Like Moon Knight, each issue will be focused strictly on a single character telling a singular story, which will lead to the Spider-Verse event later this year. Uh, this is a shot across the bow for Spider-Verse, said Niclo, Spider-Man uh, group editor. Like you said in the miniseries, uh, like you said in the miniseries, we'll we'll meet some Spider characters we've met before, and we're going to be meeting a few new ones too. One of my goals with this series is to highlight some characters that are going to be important in Spider-Verse. That is, if they survive the book, some of them don't. Uh, Lowe equates the stories of Spider-Verse as about to turn into its Spider-Verse's driveway. He even stated that some of the characters are introduced will uh, be some type of major will have some type of major role in the upcoming event. In, the prelude is the only thing dealing with the setup for Spider-Verse. Superior Spider-Man number 32 and 33 will be tie-ins as well as issue of Spider uh, Spider-Man 2099. There will be a Gwen Stacy becoming Spider-Woman storyline. 
a 1930s Peter Parker taking on a similar era Mysterio, as well as the return of David Hines and Fabrice so Saplotsky, who worked on Spider-Man Noir. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never been a fa- uh, fan of tie-in books or preludes, and if you listen to our podcast, you know that I'm only kind of a main series kind of guy, but the kind of uh, the kind of guy that you know comic publishers hate <laughs> but this has me intrigued i like the concept of focusing on different dimensions of the of the character some old some new not to mention that one of the issues will feature uh the debut of gerard way marvel's debut of gerard way so this should be an exciting series and i think this starts up in august and uh i think the spider the spider verse starts in october so it should be pretty interesting i'm looking forward to that I bet you are. Yeah. No, I, I think I want to build a snowman. That's enough with the frozen <laughs> references. Um, I think I think it's cool. It's just like hasn't Spider-Man had like for every for every um event some other characters had, Spider-Man has 3. Oh yeah. You know, and I I mean, he's obviously a popular character, yeah, but, but there's also the the death of Wolverine coming out this this year too. That's true. Another one who has a bunch of yeah, I know. Marvel just loves events. And it's <laughs> fine. Most of them are good, so. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway. While people are still trying to figure out who will be the next director of Ant-Man, which we already figured out, <laughs> by the way, um, it seems that Marvel is shifting the focus to their recently moving, or the recent movie, recent something, Doctor Strange. We're talking about Doctor Strange. Um, <laughs> we We know for a long time uh, that Patrick Dempsey had wanted to, a turn at the character, but no comic fan would truly endorse him. <laughs> oh, it's so true. <laughs> However, Dr. McDreamy? Yeah, I don't think so. Dr. McDreamy! <laughs> Get out of here with the bullshit. <laughs> I don't like that guy. I don't know why. Maybe because he is handsome. I don't know. But like, <laughs> Go back every... to Can't Buy Me Love, dude. Just <laughs> he just seems... That. No, the problem is, like every time I see him in the movie, he can't fucking act. Yeah. He's just flat. He doesn't do anything. Like he was in that um what was it? Enchanted? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, he was in Enchanted. He was also in Transformers, uh the third one. Yeah, and even then I got didn't even remember. That's how bad it was. <laughs> so Enchanted, he's got that redhead, I forget her do I forget her name. But she was um she was fucking acting the shit out of that movie all over the place. And every time he had to interact with her, he just ruined the fucking scene. <laughs> It was so flat and boring and dumb. So fuck you, Patrick Dempsey. You will not be <laughs> Doctor Strange. That's, my, that's what I have to say. Um, and, and be perfectly clear, no fanboyism here. Just really don't like Patrick Dempsey. Just want, just want to put that there. Yeah, there's a difference between actually hating the person and being a fanboy. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no comment. Yeah. However, there is a list going around about who would be good for the role. Two names on the list, but two la- no, Two names. On the list, but not limited to, that have made some geek sites jump at the chance to report it are Benedict Cumberpatch, the coolest name ever. <laughs> I know, right? And Tom Hardy, the it's a name. <laughs> um, many people were hoping for the addition of this character in Phase Two of Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it seems that they wanted to push it to Phase Three, which I think makes more sense because they're still trying to flesh out the um, Avenger characters yeah. a little bit. 
Um, one of the reasons for one of the reasons for delays is that Marvel has been making their cinematic world have a reality base. But when you start adding sorcery and mysticism, you start trying to figure out how to work that into a movie franchise. That makes perfect sense. Um, so everything's real, guys. And by the way, magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he starts pulling in fucking hats or rabbits out of hats. You know, it's not gonna make any sense. He's um, down to Junior doing a little magic trick. <laughs> right, right. They even made the Mandarin some bloke in a costume. Um, but I think that's racist. Steve, Steve wrote this article. I think bloke in a costume. I think if you're not he was from English. the, I think if you're not from the UK. And you see someone from the UK, you can't call them a bloke. I think that's racist, dude. English that's, that's English you know, people. You're not white. <laughs> racist. <laughs> that's triple <laughs> backwards. Fuck, I don't even know. Remember in Community? Where he's like, hey, that's racist. And then he goes, it's because I'm black. That's racist. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a never-ending cycle of racism. Um, but if you saw the Marvel one-shot taking talking about the real Mandarin, you can imagine uh, that they were moving in the right direction. Let's not get let's not get our hopes set on either of these guys because they are constantly working and, and schedule conflicts could prevent them from signing. As Marvel has their movie movie planned movies planned out for that. I don't know why I have such a hard time reading articles you wrote. <laughs> It's just making it easy. Like it's written fine. I don't know why I always stumble. Um, out for the next seven years, it will be interesting to see where the, this character will end up by the time the Avengers three happens. If you could cast Stephen Strange, who would you like to see in it? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tom Hardy could be like, I'm Stephen Strange. <laughs> and, it, and it, honestly, though, uh, um. No, a joke one first. Morgan Freeman. Let's throw him in there. Um, he could play anything. He could play the the shark in Jaws. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the uh, honestly, the, the first rumor I thought would I think Johnny Depp could have took a stab at it. I've heard like and took care of it. Could be too too expensive for Marvel. That is true. But I'm just saying as as an acting, yeah. I think Johnny Depp would but would be that like character. Go to. I think he's like the natural go to <laughs> for weird characters. Yeah, it's like we need a weird person. Johnny Depp. <laughs> you don't even. Well, I was going to say woman, but yeah, Johnny Depp could probably. Johnny Depp, too. yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is that, yeah, he doesn't come cheap, and Marvel doesn't really pay much. Right. From what I hear, they might pay a little bit more. No, no. Don't you think Disney would try to. Well, Disney kind of keeps the, the ball in Marvel's court, don't yeah, they? they? Yeah, because Marvel has a good business practice as it is. That's why they're making money. So, you know. You're... That's why Disney makes money, because yeah. they know when to stay out of it. Yeah, unless they're doing something huge like the Lone Ranger or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or uh, was it? Well, the, 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 the of Mars. <laughs> the first one that they're the first movie they're officially working together on is um that Big Hero Five that comes out at the end of the year. So, because that's a it's a superhero movie, but it's yeah. a kid movie. Yeah, so. you know, I I I, was, I thought about Doctor Strange, and I guess I kind of figured anybody but Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> But when they said Benedict Cumberbatch, I kind of thought, I go, oh, he, I could see him doing that. Because he is supposed to. I, but then again, it's kind of like I could see it based off of like Sherlock and Khan. 
you know, like, I could see him playing that kind of character. Well, because the thing is, is that for people that don't understand the character, like, they, they you think magic and you think, like, a whimsical yeah. weirdo, but Doctor Strange is far from that. He's very, he's almost regal in the way he behaves. Even David Tennant could probably do it. What can't David Tennant do? True, true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Matt could. Smith could not do it. No, Matt Smith couldn't do it. David Tennant could do it. He could probably even sexually satisfy a horse. But, but I, yeah, I think, uh, well, who can't? I was, watching, I, I was watching Dodgeball the other day. It's like, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen the Great Pyramids. I've seen a man satisfy a horse. I love how that's in the list with, yeah. it's in yeah. the list with the Great Pyramids. Pyramids yeah. yeah. Um, well, the thing is, is I think both of these guys are perfect fits because they have that, not, they have that, like, demanding presence. Yeah. You know, and that's what Doctor Strange like. When Doctor Strange is in the room, he's the one fucking talking. No one else is talking. They're all listening. Yeah, it will be <laughs> so. interesting too because if he gets moved into like if he does a Doctor Strange and then gets moved into the Avengers three, love to see him and Tony Stark get together because there's both yeah. that kind of caliber into like. Yeah. So. They don't use Doctor Strange enough in the comic books. No, unless they're doing huge, huge events like the Illuminati series and stuff like that. I think it's because Doctor Strange, I mean, he's like the, the one of the most powerful in the Marvel Universe, isn't he? Like, he can yeah. do pretty much anything. Yeah. So you can't throw him in, like, a Spider-Man story because <laughs> it makes Spider-Man irrelevant. <laughs> well, so let's, like, yeah, I mean, that's just it, pretty much. I mean, I think they're using him in um, Original Sin, though. I think they're using Doctor Strange in that one. But, uh, You'll see Doctor Strange a lot in in the comic books too, when he has to work with other superheroes. He's just giving them aid. Yeah, like he teleports them somewhere or he explains something to them, but he doesn't get directly involved. Because yeah. as soon as he gets directly involved, the fucking book's over. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean he's like he's like the Aquaman of the Marvel universe, but cooler. Way cooler. <laughs> like you would actually read his book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right he doesn't he doesn't command the fishies he commands the universe okay <laughs> the, fishies. the fishies get the guppies over here now he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't know how to he doesn't um <laughs> he doesn't find tilapia in a few seconds he finds the universe <laughs> just keep saying the universe, the universe yeah. <laughs> aquaman fish dr strange the universe mm -hmm. <laughs> but they did name i mean you kind of figured they were already going to do a doctor strange because they dropped his name in uh in winter soldier you know because when they were planning yeah. that thing it goes yeah he goes stephen strange so he's already on the radar so we'll i'm surprised by how many people didn't get that reference i'm, I'm very shamed by by that like it, it does prove that though marvel is getting so many people that aren't comic book fans to watch their movies oh yeah but I like how they throw enough of the of enough of the Easter eggs to get those comic books. Like I probably was the only one in the theater going, "Oh my god, he said something strange!" Like you know, it's like I'm the idiot that's jumping up and down the seat. Everybody's looking at me like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on into tech news. Apple always likes to change things. Many times, I believe they like to change things simply to be different. However, if what some sites are reporting. Uh, this could change. Um, this could be a change that with um, that will, without a doubt, anger more people. Especially since there isn't any real physical proof of its benefits. This change is regarding their earbuds. 
According to 9to5Mac, Apple is on the verge of releasing new lightning port earbuds for their iOS devices. What's the benefit, you ask? No one is really sure. With changes to the lightning port will support lossless audio up to 48 um, kilohertz, but why get rid of the 3.5 millimeter um, headphone jack? The Verge came up with a possibility for why they would do it, but none of them held up when they thought about the practical benefits of having your earbuds connected through the bottom of portion of your iPhone. When they released the iPhone 5, they did away with the 30-pin dock connector, which uh, forced adopters of the new iPhone to purchase new equipment from car chargers to docking stations. I personally see this as a way for them to eliminate the third-party competition at app that Apple suffers from. Any headphones will work on on an iPhone, but using the headphone uh, by using the headphone jack, but doing a complete switch to force their users to adopt to either adopt new headphones or purchase some expensive third-party incarnation, because you know that lightning ports are going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. I mean. I think a lot of this has to, I mean, Apple loves to keep things in-house. And I think now that they have, they have, they've acquisitioned someone who, not the best headphones in the world, but at least knows what they're doing, they can, they can safely say, okay, we want you to just use these headphones. And, you know, like you, you and I talked about um, before the show, they did just buy Beats. So. Yeah. You know, that could that could be something on there. You know, you connect them and then you get like beats by Dr. Dre. Well I think I think it's gonna this partnership helps both companies because beats right now is considered for children. No no grown adult buys beats unless they just wanna be a kid. Hey, 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 but, hey. <laughs> or or it's also too beats are very hip hop crowd. Like you'll notice that if someone has beats on, they're not listening to Willie Nelson. <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're listening to, you know, fucking rap or hip-hop or pop music. It's like um, uh, uh, Kaepernick for the, the Niners. Every time you see him getting off, uh, go, uh, getting off the bus, going to the locker room, he's got beats headphones on. You know he's not listening. Ha, 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 ha. Stand alive. Stand alive. Stand alive. By the way, speaking of Willie Nelson, I just want to drop this in here real quick before I begin my article. Um, you know the song? Uh, what was the What was his song about going, going somewhere? I forget how I forget how it goes. I forget how it goes. Leaving, 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 traveling, traveling, leaving, traveling. Ugh, fuck, I forget what the song is. You don't know it? Come on. Oh yes, because of my vast Willie Nelson knowledge. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You're older than me. Let's let's be honest, All right? No, he's, Let me... he's listening to "Want to Build a Snowman." You want to build a snowman? No, <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on. What are you gonna Google search it now? <laughs> on the road again. On the, the road again, yeah. On, on from Hunnel, Honeysuckle Rose. I'm reading it now. Lean. So <laughs> yeah, that song, that song, which is. <laughs> apart from my retardism trying to remember it, um, that song is probably one of the most memorable songs in Americana, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote that song in five minutes. Yeah. If you don't think Willie Nelson is a musical genius, <laughs> you're an idiot. You don't have to like his music, but right. damn, you got to respect it. Moving right along. <laughs> I just, for some reason, closed the article I was about to read. Okay. <laughs> 
you know, if you listen to all the podcasts, it's a chronicle of Adam fucking up. It's really <laughs> all the like, constant mistakes and how absent-minded and fucking weird I am, and how organized fucking douchebag over there is. Just so smug, so smug. If being, I wasn't smug, then what would I be? All of his dumb shit, like being prepared and <laughs> yeah. you know Fucking like being prepared shit no organized <laughs> that's working for the man steve <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway many may not have known this conformist <laughs> <laughs> many may not have known this but the original psp was still in production very recently that's kind of an insulting sentence <laughs> Um, Sony Sony has decided it's time to pull the plug, however, and ended shipments to Japan this month and Europe later this year. Thank North America. Have, thank God we don't have advertising from Sony. <laughs> I know. North 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 America stopped getting new PSPs in January, and Sony has decided to focus solely on the Vita. According to Time Time Magazine. <laughs> who just calls himself Time now. Um, according to Time, Sony will be setting up some discounts for the Vita for PSP owners to try and get them to upgrade in Japan. These sales haven't been confirmed or denied for the United States. Also, I have no freaking clue what they are. Um, and I don't know how you're supposed to prove, like, what do you bring in your PSP? Why would they want them? Yeah, um, the PSP was a groundbreaking handheld when it first released and impressed across the board. However... Sony didn't give its library of its library of games much love, and ins- instead filled it mainly with ports of older games people have already played. What the PSP did was prove a concept, though, and pave the way for the Vita to take its place. Sony seems to just now Sony seems to just now get some traction with the Vita, with the second generation being released not too long ago. Only time will tell if the Vita will f- fall to a similar fate as its older brother. Um, See, ports are fine, but it's not the only... Like, you can't have that be the only thing. Yeah, you have to have actually some original content. And and the PSP was such just a... Now you can play this in portable, or you can play this portable. This That's great. I've already beat that game. Yeah. I don't want to play it on the bus. <laughs> you know. Dude, when you said Sony didn't give... Uh, you were going to say, it's games much of us. <laughs> Sony didn't give a shit. <laughs> Sony, Sony didn't give a rat's ass about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have made sense anyway. Sony didn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> Honestly, when the PSP came out, it's like they cared for six months and then just suddenly nothing happened. It was like that game that, that Cliff House and Cliff Horse. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they did it for like six months. Eh, I don't really feel like doing it anymore. We're going to do something else. Sorry. And then that, that was the PSP Go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't even know. I don't know what schmuck came up with that idea. Yeah, oh man, it's kind of it's it's. I mean, we all knew once the Vita came out, it, it the PSP was time was up. But you know, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> I like that. Wow, that first line was really insulting. <laughs> it was. I didn't realize until I read it out loud. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sony. I do. <laughs> After we just said Sony's the best at being innovative. So, Sony's the best at being innovative. By the way, they fucking suck balls when it comes to the PSP. <laughs> this is what they thought of the PSP. <laughs> Sony just practically wiped their ass with the PSP. 
<laughs> no, you know what's funny is they really did try. I remember when that thing first came out, they kept trying and oh, yeah. trying, but no third parties would make games for it. And like Sony can make games, but they have to do other shit too. You know, they can't dedicate all their staff to making PSP games. I mean, I remember when the PSP came out, they were all like, yeah, you can get these games and all of this stuff. And it was like, oh, cool. And then you saw more movies for the PSP than you did games. And it was kind of like, um, okay. <laughs> and then the movie suddenly ended and the games never picked up. Right. And then you're just kind of like, oh, okay. I'm, oh, this can hold up that... <laughs> This can hold up my Iceman that's leaning. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember a buddy of mine he had a PSP. He's like, it doesn't matter if it's games so fucking badass. You can play music, you can play movies, you can get online and like everything my phone does, but slower and it, shittier. I mean it was cool it, to be honest, it was cool before you got the smartphones. Before the smartphones started hitting big, that was cool because I remember when I was to touch commerce, when I was taking the taking the Metro to touch commerce. I would have my PSP loaded up with music, movies, and, you know, have one or two games that I think that's all the store had. <laughs> um, and But I would listen to a lot of the music and stuff like that. And it was, you know, I had the low, you know, there was the iPod. But then, of course, smartphones came out, and then you could just, and, you know, bigger capacity iPhone yeah. and stuff like that. So, all right. <sighs> well, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's a straight-up bitch and this is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. So, this article comes from the Huffington Post, which I seem to be getting a lot of my weird news from lately. Uh, a South Florida man was arrested Sunday after allegedly sent, after he allegedly sent racy photos to a Marco Island police officer. Paul Arnold Curlis, 30, contacted police to report a suspicious vehicle. An offer responded to Kurilas on his department-issued phone, according to the Naples News. Shortly after the conversation, the officer began receiving messages on his phone from Kurilas's number. According to, the, according to UPI, he allegedly texted the officer, Who is this? I am Boo. Those texts were followed up by a photo of the man in a thong Ooh. and a picture of the man that looks like Kurilas bent over looking back at the camera while naked. Other texts, including one of the men dressed in lingerie, followed. <laughs> the, sixth, the sixth message that the officer received said, So, according to reports, police made contact with Curlis, who said he remembered calling these, uh, calling about the suspicious vehicle, but not much else. He said he might, he, he'd been intoxicated. Uh, Dude, this is not the way to get a date with the cop. Barbara Hitchke observed in the Sun Sentinel, but you may land with a date. May land a date with a judge. <laughs> but really, what did he do that was illegal? Uh, sending a <laughs> sending a bare ass naked picture of himself. That's not illegal. I don't. Well, I don't know. It depends. Is that this is that is, it? This is Florida though. Oh, never mind. Yeah, anything can. Florida has weird laws. Like, you, like is that you can shoot unarmed people in Florida and get away with it? If you, if you, if you send a nude photo to an adult, is that illegal? Is that considered indecent exposure? Maybe if it wasn't, if it wasn't uh, consent, like consensual. Yeah, I guess it could be like harassment. Kinda. Yeah, because you know, women, uh, women in the workplace do that when their bosses decide, "Hey, you want to see this?" No. 
Well, th- that's the catch twenty two though. If if a man sends a naked like a, a dick pic to a chick, he's getting arrested. If a chick sends a naked photo to a dude, dude he's just gonna show his friends and <laughs> laugh about it. Yeah, dude's beaten off. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping this in my hidden files. <laughs> Spank bank. He's Texas back. Do you wrestle? Do you wrestle? <laughs> Do you want to wrestle? <laughs> yeah, has to say it like that. He's the uh, he's the uh, he's the kid from uh, Hey Arnold that always used to come <laughs> up behind the chick. Oh man! Well, if you'd like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/lazygeeks. You um, or mention it to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks using the hashtag this bitch. You can even email us at the site, thelazygeeks.com. And also, you can even do it on our Google Plus page, uh, plus the Lazy Geeks, one word. Um, all right, so uh, so we have a few site comments this week. Uh, we have, uh, I think these are all mine. Yeah, I think Fuck so. Fuck you! <laughs> uh, Tim, in response to my... Uh, 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 Oh, uh, before I lean into this, I've been, I've actually been watching Arrow. Like, I just started binge-watching it, like, six episodes left in the season one. And it, it was a CW, it is a CW show, it's actually really good. Like, they, there isn't a whole lot, you know how you and I used to talk about, like, Smallville and, like, the whole CW melodrama kind of bullshit? Yeah. It doesn't really have that. Like, like... The basis of the story is uh, uh, Green Arrow was shipwrecked on an island for five years. He gets found and gets taken back to his family and stuff like that. But all this shit supposedly happened over those five years. So while they're doing the current story that he's fulfilling his father's thing by taking um, Starling City back. Uh, but they also flash back to his, his whole thing on the island and they just give you enough nuggets to kind of follow along and try to figure out what's going on. It's actually really, really good. And my brother who hates binge watching shit has been like, do you want to, do you want to see arrow? <laughs> like, How could so, you hate binge watching it? He just can't sit longer than like two episodes. I can binge watch anything. You know, he put, I did, uh, took me two days to get through one season of, uh, of house of cards. That was 13 episodes. Was like, if you give me the time, I will binge watch. <laughs> it's just finding the time to do it but like i don't i mean it has to be good of course i think the last thing i binge watched was um what? no there was something after that oh no i started to binge watch breaking bad but i i didn't have time <laughs> uh but uh at the phoenix comic con oh um last week uh the star of arrow said we'll be seeing some more superhero costumes in season three and uh, and Tim responded to that with, "And you'll be all a quiver." <laughs> um, I, um, he's English. We'll let him go with that one. Um, well, uh, now that he, if he's English, it sounds better. Yeah, because you have so to say it with that English accent. Yeah, a quiver, like it sounds. It sounds just more to me. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm turned on. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you have to get him and you have to actually start clapping once he said that. Yeah, slow clap too. Slow clap too, yeah. Um, I want to I read one of these, dick. I don't care if they're all for you. Okay. I want to read Brandy. She sounds cute. 
on the lightning earbuds coming. Um, and someone smart will create an adapter. All those expensive headsets, just stupid. She's correct. <laughs> someone will come out with an adapter. Yeah, someone will come out with an adapter. Oh, you can plug this and still use your 3.5 millimeter. But, like, but what's the point at that point? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there's always somebody who won't pay it. But you know that even if they start using – that's the thing, too, is that you can get these – you know, skull can- cheap skull candies for like what twenty bucks maybe, and they sound pretty good. And they sound pretty good, but you know that if they're using the lightning connector, there's gonna be there's gonna be more to it. It's gonna be more expensive. Uh, Peter on the short list for Doctor Strange. Am I on that list? I repl- I had actually replied back saying no, you were um, you were considered too expensive, and he replied, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to read this one too? Sure. Don't you just, feel left out. Now you're just lazy. Uh, <laughs> now I'm lazy. <laughs> Manny uh, posted on the Josh Brolin voicing uh, Thanos. 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 <laughs> uh, agreed, but voice only. Uh, why? Why the? Why the Josh Brolin hate? Manny, what's really going on? <laughs> you know. Well, Manny's of questionable sexual orientation, anyway. That's very true. We know. We know many on a uh, personal level. Yeah. But... Some more personal than others, Steve. <laughs> but hey, you know. it gets cold. It used to get cold in that office. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had posted that Josh Brolin had gone on there, and I think you had said something about that it was a good match and um, for Brolin's voice for Thanos. And then yeah, but I don't know. I guess I guess you could say yeah, Josh Brolin physically being Thanos. I mean, he has a square enough jaw that he could do it, but I think that's probably it. Yeah, he's not. It has to be like a big dude, right? Yeah. So, we'll see. Thanos, Thanos. bitches. <laughs> that's that's his that's his walk on. Thanos, bitches. <laughs> uh, or does he come to Earth and defeat the Avengers with a rap? Oh, I'm Thanos, epic, motherfucker. Epic rap battle. Oh Jesus. Thanos versus Galactus. <laughs> and Marvel jumps the shark. <laughs> I know, right? Uh. All right, be sure to rate us on iTunes or on the website, thelazygeeks.com. Leave us a comment because we don't know how we're doing unless you tell us. So that's it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next time, a peace out.